1: Hello Agent Ricky, thank you for receiving this message on a short notice.
2: You're welcome sir, what seems to be the problem? We here at ATEP,
1: Agency to Entertain People, have come with a predicament. We need to create a skit in time for the new Mission Impossible film coming out this week.
2: But sir, what if we can't create the right amount of passion for this skit? We won't affect all the people we're trying to entertain. Damn it Ricky, now's not the time to lose faith in our product. We
1: do this skit right, or the world will be a dull place.
2: How dull are we talking about?
1: As dull as watching something on a streaming service, but you only have dial-up for internet. Dear God, that's serious. Your mission, Ricky, should you choose to accept, is to make the most entertaining skit for this episode. As always, should you be boring or entertained poorly, the secretary would disavow any knowledge of your recordings. This message will self-destruct in five seconds.
2: What did you say you cut off? Oh yeah, I said this message will. Glad he's gone. Armageddon is almost upon us. I got news for you, it's already here.
1: Hello, travelers. You're about to enter into a multiverse all about TV shows and movies. Welcome yourself into the Multiverse of Entertainment podcast. It's where our panelists talk about all the new stories, deep dive discussions on topics, and enjoy some nostalgic entertainment as well. Now, here are your hosts, Mitch Workman and Ricky Palmer. Woo-hoo, we're back yeah what a dangerous mission this is right
2: <laughs> yeah i mean any any episode that we record is a dangerous mission so
1: <laughs> as dangerous welcome to cancel what
2: <laughs> oh god
1: <laughs> hey everybody welcome back uh, it's uh me mitch along with ricky we're back for another fun-filled episode of into the multiverse of entertainment podcast Oh uh, yeah, we're back uh, in the multiverse. We hopped on some motocross bikes. We're gonna do mm-hmm. some cool stunts. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if I should pop a wheelie, Ricky. I'm, you know, gravity does not work well for me.
2: <laughs> no, what you know what stunt we should do is when you go to the circus and uh-huh. they're in that little round ball. Oh, the moto cage stuff. of death. Yeah,
1: yeah. Nobody Put like someone snow. in the middle. oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Or uh, we can just be like Bart Simpson, try to go over uh, Springfield Forge.
2: Yes. (laughs) I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Flaming Gorge here in Utah. Flaming Gorge.
1: Hopefully you guys had a safe Fourth of July. I know uh, me and Ricky, we still got all five, uh, you know, fingers and thumbs and toes and all that. So we're all good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. um, on On this end, yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no house fires, so we're we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, we're back. We're, we've got a fun-filled episode today. I think uh a
0: little
1: nostalgic today because we're getting all prepped up for the Mission Impossible movie coming out later this week. I've uh, been hearing a lot of good reviews, and we'll we'll have our review down the road too. But as for now, so far what I've seen, critics are about four out of five, four and a oh, half good, out of five. Good. So it's getting really good reviews. So I guess to think people... Well, one critic I read was saying was like, "Oh man, it's like it leaves you wanting more." It's like, well, that's why it's called Dead uh, Dead Reckoning Part One.
2: (laughs) Oh god, come on, guys, common sense.
1: I know it's like, did you did you get the part where it says Part One?
2: (laughs) That'd be like uh, what was that, Mockingbird, Mockingjay, Part One, and then oh yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, like they did that with
1: like Twilight and Harry Potter. Like it's like. Why do you got to break something up into two parts? I mean, I don't know. But see, anyway. I
2: never, I know this is going to be blast for me, and so, but I've never seen the last two Harry Potters, because it's two parts. Well, the funny thing is, like, you
1: can easily, I, I would like to see it just be, like, one big cut. I mean, yeah, it'd probably be, like, a four-hour movie, but I'd be okay with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would, too. As a fan, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it, but if I was, then why I mean, not make a DVD that's just you could do that. Or, or yeah, even I mean, streaming. Just yeah. do it part one, part two on a streaming I mean, thing.
1: I mean, for God's sakes, we got the Snyder cut of Justice League. Why not the, um, I don't know, the, 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 the full cut of uh, the Deathly Hollows.
2: <laughs> which coming, I hear. Coming I soon hear, to Max. <laughs> yeah. um, Which I hear from you that it actually made that Snyder Justice League better yeah is what you told me is yeah it, it was better yeah i would say give it a shot if you haven't seen it yeah
1: it's a four-hour movie but you can easily what it does too it kind of breaks it out like it'll do part one part two part three part four so like if you want to get to certain parts you can just like okay i'll watch part one of it take a Oh, break, okay take okay. part two take a break i'll come back later you know so you don't have to like sit there for the full four hours i mean if you want to go for it but if you want to break it up and Kind of make it like watch like a little mini series. Go for it too. That works too.
2: Yeah, I would probably do the mini series route because that's I couldn't do that four hours. I'm I'm worried about Oppenheimer here in a couple weeks (laughs) because that's three hours.
1: (laughs) What's gonna happen? Either the theater is gonna blow up or Ricky's bladder is gonna blow up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I gotta pee. Come on, damn it!
1: Blow up the bomb.
2: why that be the ending and it'd be like the end it's like well you built all this suspense and
1: that's or like, the last what if, scene what if like the credits it's just all it is is like a ticking noise like a time bomb ticking like tick tick tick
2: i don't know tick. man because it's it's christopher nolan and he's crazy so we'll see. yeah
1: on well, you know i'm definitely looking forward to seeing that in imax because that's the way to go see it because he's one of those directors that he loves IMAX. he will Never, never release a movie without being in IMAX. So, <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: he sounds like, uh, um, yeah. sounds like uh, Lucas. But... Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of movies that's changed the industry, especially with IMAX and you yeah, know Christopher uh... Nolan having a, I know a good segue, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, you know uh, movies that's changed the industry, especially with Christopher Nolan having a good catalog with Warner Brothers before Oppenheimer. Uh, we, I know we've talked on this a couple episodes about the Warner brothers, 100 years documentary on max. You can watch and it got to, and you, I mean, you got to thinking like, okay, let's pick one movie. We think that kind of changed the film industry with Warner brothers, you know, because they were one of the very few movie companies we can agree that took risks that most other uh, studios would not take the risks. And uh, I really want to go with your choice of, cause I really like what you have for your choice of what you think helped change
2: the industry and what movie would that be Ricky? Yeah. So the movie that I picked was uh, clockwork orange from 1971. It was nominated for best picture and the golden globe. But mm-hmm. the reason why I picked this movie is it actually brought us uh, Stanley Kubrick. Cause I don't know necessarily if it's his quote unquote first movie but no. I think it's his first movie that he worked with Warner Brothers, and or if it isn't, strike that, Mitch.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it
2: is. is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, and it it started a long lasting relationship. Now the basic premise of it is Alex and his gang, the the drugs. They go around like kidnapping people, and they were involved in a murder. Uh, they murdered some. Uh, they murdered somebody. And so he spends time in jail, but at the end, I at the when he gets released from jail, he uh, he comes out like a changed man, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff that he he did himself, he ended up like having it happen to him. But like mm-hmm. the violence and stuff was for 1971. That was kind of like new, you know, because yeah. uh, the way the world was with vietnam and nixon and all that a lot of movies were more serious i serious and stuff so like they were more uh darker movies back then like violence things like that and that's just the way the country was going and Mm -hmm. so it was i've never personally seen it because it scares me like i've seen previews and i've gotten the uh the pop culture references but uh i don't know have you seen this movie mitch
1: I have. It's actually really good. I would tell people to go watch this. I mean, I honor this movie with our uh, one segment of the show that we usually do every now and then of the Clockwork Assignment. Uh, you know, because in a way, I feel like you have to watch a movie to understand it, especially open up your horizon. But with this movie, yeah, it definitely changed what you know violence was in pictures back then. Because yeah, you had your your war movies or your westerns and. I know like in the 60s, you had more toward leading Westerns to more um, almost sci-fi kind of starting in that route of sci-fi was starting to come around. Yeah. Um, And I think with this one, it definitely changed what, you know, you could show in cinemas. I mean, like in the time, it wasn't even shown in uh, Britain because there was a crime going on during the time about a 14 year old boy that was you know kind of almost did the same things of causing manslaughter almost raped if it was raping a a girl in front of like their family so it's kind of oof you know ha- like art uh, Imit- what's life the- imitating, imitating art tates art. Yeah. yes exactly but no i think with this it also helped kubrick become who he is who he's known for today and if it wasn't for this movie you know he said he's always going to work with warner brothers for letting him take this chance to tell his story i mean we wouldn't have like the shining you wouldn't have full metal jacket because he wanted to stay with warner brothers he loved what warner brothers would let him do and i think with that that's something you have to keep dear to your heart of you know if you can keep that person to stay with you go for it man that's a keeper uh i think one movie i can say that and maybe you might have kind of changed the industry when it came to like maybe special effects Uh, Action and a little bit of storytelling is the uh, Wachowski's 1999 hit, The Matrix, starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne and Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, This was one movie I think just changed what we see in action movies these days when it comes to special effects like slow motion, bullet time, uh, amazing choreographed fighting, uh, gunfights. Yeah, it came out, and then we all of a sudden had the Columbine happen, and yet again, life imitating art. Uh, still in a way, I find it is a fascinating story. Unfortunately, like the the movies that came along with it, they were okay, but I don't think they lived up to that hype of the first one. Uh, what are your thoughts about with the Matrix, Ricky?
2: Uh, um, I agree with you. Um, the slow mo, the the cinematography on that movie was kind of groundbreaking
0: mm-hmm.
2: for, you know, the way that, uh, like, uh, they uh, his movements, like his back and things like that. Uh, they mm-hmm. call it a matrix in the wrestling business, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. And um, uh, the other thing I also like, too, is that it kind of showed you, like, what compu- the future of computers were. Because the computers mm-hmm. were so kind of relatively new in 98, 99. You know, and so it's like um, are we going to get sucked in the internet and things like that? You know, like you said, life imitating art. And I liked it. I, I liked the first one, but uh, I think I only seen the second one. I didn't go any further than that. I think mm-hmm. the first okay. one was the best. You know, but I enjoyed them. Uh, even though I Heard the fourth one that just came out a couple of years ago was rough. It was rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I, I had an issue with the fourth one because it just I don't know if it was trying to do something and just like, because I'll, I'll spoil it for you and people that have not seen it, but in the third one both Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves' characters die. Um Whoa. And somehow they're reborn again in the Matrix. Uh, what was it called? I think Retri- Revolution.
2: Yeah, and, Matrix uh, Revolution. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I... Or no, or no, no not Revolution. It's like uh, Retribution or something. Revolutions was the third one. Oh, so.
2: <laughs> uh, okay.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to uh, revisit it or something like that. Something R. <laughs>
2: mm. uh, I, yeah,
1: it was just, eh, you know, like... I get they were trying to maybe get a nostalgic purpose of it but some things are just left how it was and the way that the third one ended i think you could have easily just let it end that way and move on because uh my wife she loves the matrix franchise and when we watched that fourth one she was so disappointed and it just was like there was so much potential and they just you threw it away for nothing like there was just nothing to tell
0: so.
2: yeah it kind of reminds me of uh a few years back, when they made they finally made Dumb and Dumber 2, and mm-hmm. the, jo- the jokes were like 90s jokes, they weren't current jokes. But, no, yeah, but a good, d- that was a good movie, Mitch.
1: Yeah, uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Which movies do you think that uh, Warner Brothers presented that changed the film industry? There's so much good selections to choose from. I mean, there's quite a bit we could talk about, but oh, we'd have to take like a whole episode to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or in Max's case, maybe take four episodes to talk about them.
2: <laughs> yeah, four hour long episodes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but Ricky's got a shy bladder. He's got to go to the bathroom sometime soon. We can't keep him here for four hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, what are your guys' thoughts? We'd love to hear. Uh, follow us on Facebook, YouTube. We'll, uh, check us out on Spotify and Amazon Music. Wherever you listen to your podcast from. Thoughts and comments, email us at intothebo at gmail.com. Thoughts and comments, people. We'd love to hear back. Mm-hmm. Well... Speaking of changing things, how about this? Yes, geeks of Utah rejoice. It's the 2023 Salt Lake X Comic and Pop Culture Convention coming to the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City, Utah, September 21st through the 23rd. Come see stars of TV and films like the cast of Star Trek Next Generation, Back to the Future, Scream, Smallville, Charmed, Clone Wars, Shazam, even some Doctor Who and even Marvel themselves. Karen Gill and Nebula herself is going to be there. Check it out and uh, also meet authors and artists. Check out the merch booths for all the local and national merchants to fill your geek shrine at home. Check out panels to fill your geeky needs. Uh, one thing of, I can at least say we can have fun with the um, fan x is they they also bring back a lot of celebrities from like seventies or eighties or even older too. And mm-hmm. I know like like you're you're a big Mash fan, right?
2: Oh yeah, I love yeah. Mash. Yeah,
1: and they've br- and they've brought in some people from Mash. Um, I know like this year they've got Tony Danza from Taxi, and who's the boss is going to be? There. <laughs> Tony Danza, you know? Hey, oh, hey, yeah. Uh, Here's another good one. Uh, uh, Bob Eubanks. Please tell me you know who Bob Eubanks is, Ricky.
2: Yeah, he... Uh, oh, God. Is he from a game shows?
1: Yes, the newlywed oh, game. The
2: game, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, especially when he... He could actually come to a state where we might actually say the word... The word... When you make whoopee.
2: <laughs> yeah, because everybody else doesn't say it that way. Yeah, but I know. Sorry to go on the rabbit hole here, but, like... If you go on YouTube and you look up uh, funny clips from game shows, oh, yeah. half of his stuff is on there.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the best one I think I saw was like, uh, "Where's the, like, the question is, where's the most interesting place you've made Whoopi? And the girl was just in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I one. think Bob was like, we're looking for a place. A place not on oh. your body, but
2: where, where, like the park, the relatives, where? And she's like, in the ass. <laughs> um, I think there was one where uh, it was, what's your favorite condiment? And that's like ketchup oh. mustard. And oh, the yeah, lady yeah. goes, oh, we don't use those. We don't use those. <laughs> and you got to remember, folks, this is like the 70s. Actually, sixties, sixties, yeah, sixties, yeah. So people weren't as like you know open about sexuality, and so it would Mm -hmm. be like me on that game right now. I would have said that. Oh, we don't.
1: Especially if you go look up. I mean, yeah, the Steve Harvey, the like Family Feud one, blooper ones are fun. But go watch old ones like Richard Dawson. Name a three-letter animal. Frog. What?
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, those are fun too. Alligator. What? That's why me and you could not be on Family Feud together. Because <laughs> we'd look at
1: each other, you dumb son of a bitch. How did oh, you they, say that?
2: <laughs> they would have to uh, steal a line from Patty and Selma. They would have to not air that episode that we were on.
1: Well, we give that censor guy uh, a work for his money. Son of a
2: bitch. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah. Beep, if beep, it beep. was all five of us, our group.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It almost it almost sound like we're doing like an SOS to like send a message to
2: someone. Sir, folks, we can't air right. <laughs> your know? uh,
1: But yeah, you know, go go check out. They bring like celebrities of the past, too. It's always fun uh, for that much more. You can always go to fan X Salt Lake fan. The letter X Salt Lake dot com for tickets, info and much more please go it's fun we love it sorry we went off rail but we love the old time game shows too (laughs) I think uh, I think we should get the game show going right now shall we Ricky (laughs) yeah let's go (laughs) we gotta think of something new for Hollywood what we can bring to the table to show you
2: you young man what is something we can do Uh, how about we just uh, remake something that's already made money and make more money that's genius
1: it's original and new you're hired now it's time for r and uh, speaking of a game hey look at that we're going to play some recast remake because uh, this coming uh, Ju- this coming July 15th it's the 35th anniversary of which I would claim is probably one of the best Christmas movies out there uh, <laughs> but you people didn't vote it when we did our poll so thanks um <laughs> but for the 35th annual release of Die Hard with Bruce Willis and um, Alan Rickman we decided hey let's play a recast remake of what if we made uh, Die Hard in this day of age Uh, we're going to go four characters now and the characters we're going to go of course are going to be we're doing John McClane Hans Gruber the villain played by Alan Rickman Holly McClane and sergeant al powell in the show um ricky you want to go first let's let's start with sergeant al powell the officer that you know was assigned to go check out the noise disturbance at the tower and all of a sudden all hell broke loose and now he became part of the fun welcome to the party pal who do you
2: have for your sergeant al powell i have C C. Mulu Mulu. from uh Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, a very Mm -hmm. good actor. I enjoyed him in that movie. And um, there was a TV show that you mentioned last time that we discussed this off air that he Mm -hmm. was in that I've seen a couple episodes that he was really funny in. And I think he would be a good cop. He's got that uh, uh, athletic ability that he could take down someone. But he also got good
1: comedic timing, too.
2: Correct. That was. yep. He does have good comedic timing because I'm sure that the McLean character and don't hold this against me. I've never seen it, but I'm sure there's a good back and forth between both of them.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) But he's also down there to try to help him out and help him as much as he can. So. Yeah, uh-huh. But yeah, that's a good choice. I really like that. I would definitely love to see that. Uh I went a different route, of uh, course, with Sergeant Al Powell. I forgot to mention, was played by the great, phenomenal Mr. Carl Winslow himself, Uh Reginald Val Johnson. I went a different route, too. I wanted to go with Lil' Rail Howie. Uh, a lot of people remember him from Get Out, or even most recently, if you ever saw Free Guy, he was Buddy, the bank security guard that was friends with ryan reynolds character guy
2: yeah he's very Um, funny
1: he's funny he's a hilarious guy and i picture you know you can get somebody that has a comedic take but you can also make that person play a serious role and i can see him really release the serious chops too to play this character because in in the movie you know sergeant powell he's just a you know, he's a offbeat cop that gets the call to go check out all the noise disturbance at the tower. And then he arrives. He's like, yeah, there's something going on here. Everything's fine. And then just as this is happening, John McClane throws a guy out the building and crashes into his into like uh, a car. And he's like, holy shit, you know. <laughs> and like, and, and, and Bruce Willis gives the wonderful line. Welcome to the party, pal.
2: Oh, gosh. <laughs>
1: But he's kind of like the guy that's helping him out. Like, hey, you know what can I do? Tell me what's going on there. What do you know? Like, you know, because McLean's the inside guy, so he's yeah. letting the cop know what to do. Uh, I I think that's a good choice. What do you think about that?
2: I I agree. He was very funny and free guy. His you know his name's Buddy, but like he was a good buddy the the Ryan Reynolds Reynolds character, uh-huh. and he's also got the the. Uh, uh, Physicality too—that if he needed to take someone down, for in the movie or be serious, he would be able to pull it off.
0: Mm-hmm. All
1: right, so we're going to move on to the next character. Uh, we're going to go with John McClane's wife. We're going to go with Holly uh, in the original, played by Bonnie Bedella. Uh, I'm 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 kind of cheating on this. I know people are going to get upset about my choices, but I say let it happen. Damn it! Uh, I went uh, for Holly McClane. I went uh, Emily Blunt. Uh, of course, you know, from uh, Edge of Tomorrow, Mary Poppins Returns, Quiet Place, just a fantastic actress. And I could see her play kind of like, because Holly is more of the, you know, her and McLean have kind of separated and she moved out to L.A. And he's a New York cop, so he's coming out to visit him for Christmas and try to work things out. So, oh, you know, she's the, yeah, so she's the type of woman that's like a, a businesswoman, but, you know. Like she, she doesn't need a man to help her out, but she can handle her shit. And, you know, she's doing fine, taking care of her kids and has a really great profile job at, you know, where she's working at. But I I like Emily Blunt. I think she has the chop to play like that career woman and, you know, can play great as a mom, but also be you know that career woman like i know what to do I, you know if it wasn't for us this company wouldn't be where it is today so uh what's your thoughts
2: ricky good choice now that i know that that's what the character is uh that what can you say about emily blunt that people haven't said i've liked uh, her in Mary invisible Poppins. woman <laughs> well i know we're still waiting <laughs> we're waiting we're waiting on that casting but like uh Great and Mary Poppins, uh, mm-hmm. Edge. Of, I forgot about Edge of Tomorrow. You know, um, the very good movie. Uh, also, you know the Quiet Place movies. Still haven't seen mm-hmm. the sequel, but but yeah, she's a very good actor. I wish she would have been chosen earlier for Marvel because I like well, her.
1: Funny story. Uh, she was actually in the running to play Black Widow. Whoa! But she was going to do she was doing edge of tomorrow so
2: oh she had a tough choice
1: yeah but i would love to see her be sue storm but you know we'll have to wait till d23 because that's when they say they'll announce the casting for fantastic fours at d23 in september come on
2: disney listen to us
1: (laughs) someone has to god damn it (laughs) well they listened to the internet for uh mr fantastic in uh multiverse of madness so
2: (laughs) yeah and that was funny Yeah. All right.
1: What's your pick? Who do you have for. uh, Well,
2: I have a a really good actress that I still haven't seen the fable man, but she's a a hell of an actress. Michelle Williams. Mm -hmm. Uh, The little bit that I've seen her in just not. I don't think I've seen her in a full movie, but she's very, uh, like you said, businesslike and plays the wife pretty well. Mm -hmm. So I, I think and she's also a badass, too. Yeah. You know from what i've seen so yeah i did not know that was the story is that they were a divorced couple trying to re you know well separated but separated <laughs> a separated couple so yeah Long, i could I'll see look. michelle williams doing a really good job at this mm-hmm. i do like michelle
1: williams she's very good of course you know i loved her in tableman uh she's been in a lot of great movies too i think the other one that uh, a lot of people remember her from is from the venom movies but oh yeah I, I like her. I think she's a fantastic actress. And, uh, you know, I I would say she's the one thing to go watch The Fable Men. She was really good in it. And check it out if you have not seen The Fable Men. She's very fantastic in it. Another good one I think I liked her in was uh, Brokeback Mountain. She was the wife of Heath Ledger's character. And she was very good in that movie, too.
0: Oh,
2: I haven't seen that one.
1: But, no, uh, I like that choice. All right, Ricky. uh you know, we know that a good villain, a good action movie needs a really good villain. And, of course, Hans Gruber, played by the very great, talented Alan Rickman. Uh, Who do you have lined up to play uh, Hans Gruber? Or it could be, you know, it could be a different name for the character, but in that type of character way of Hans Gruber, who do you have?
2: You know, I have a gentleman named uh, Chad Coleman. Now, I know a lot of people... Um, that listen to the show may not know who he is but he was recently the villain and this season's uh, Lois and Superman and his wife like was dealing with some stuff but he still was like a very good villain you mm-hmm. uh, know he put the fear of God in me because I I really you know how his how his character was like uh trying to uh attack Lois Lane and Superman and the, he and the other thing about his his character is he thought what he was doing, and this is a good trait of a villain, is mm-hmm. he thought what he was doing was right because yeah. he was trying to make the city better, like Metrop Metropolis. But in but to Superman and stuff, he was a villain, you know, and he, and he hurt some people. He was a bad dude. He hurt some innocent people, so I think he could pull that off on um as hans gruber or like you said i'm sure they would change the name but the si- same premise
1: yeah no i really like chad coleman uh, if people have not seen him he's been on the wire he was great on the wire and also uh the walking dead as uh tyrese he was he he was a badass man he, like picture like you know because he's a big built guy right you've seen him yeah and that's and, why i
2: picked him as he's yeah a stockier build
1: yeah, picture him in the zombie apocalypse with nothing but like those like um ice picks you get for like cl- like clanging mountains and stuff. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that's that, that was his go-to weapon, was like those ice pick things. You know, the, the like yeah, I can't remember what they're called, but uh, no, he's he's pretty good. I like him, and I think that'd be an interesting choice. I like that. So I'm definitely down. Check out his work, he's got good stuff. Go check out Superman Lois, check out Walking Dead, go check out the wire. He's really good in the wire. The Wire is one of those shows that's very underrated. Go check it out, it's really good. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I know my wife's gonna like me for this choice because she's a fan of his not Henry Cavill, but oh. you know, uh, just because I know my wife's list of men she would leave me for. Um, I think this guy is maybe number five or number six on the list. I think I don't know, I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to come on sometime and give us her top 10 list of guys she would leave me for. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh of course for Hans Gruber. I went with a Skarsgard. Now, not Stellen Skarsgard. I went with his son. No, not Bill Skarsgard. Not not Pennywise himself, but I went with the sexy, talented Alexander Skarsgard. Uh most recently you've probably seen him in The Norseman. Uh he was in Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, Eric from True Blood, well, most people will remember him from. Uh, of course, he was on Battleship, but we don't talk about Battleship. Hey, the is, movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the one thing I do like about The Norseman is it, if, if you haven't checked it out, it's really good. Uh, it's very um, kind of like a psychological, but you know, some action, but more dramatic, but really good. And he's really good in it. And There's like a scene like in the final the final like act, like they're having this fight with him and the the guy that um basically killed his dad and took over his kingdom. Is they're having like this fight up on an active volcano. Okay, hear me out. So it's an active volcano, they're having a fight in an active volcano. And they're wearing nothing but like loincloths that they have swords. Oh god. Yeah. And there's a part where he's like Yeah, Alexander Skarsgård's character is like down on the ground And he's just like Doing like this weird like Like almost like sound like me Having like an asthma attack And I'm just sitting there it's like I think I know why he's grunting Dick's on fire Your dick's on fire
2: Your dick's in the lava dude (laughs) Just do that Yeah I never got around to that one Mitch It came out last year right
1: yeah, yeah.
2: if you, if people haven't seen that go
1: go watch that. It's really good. But no, that's my pick for Alexander Skarsgård. Uh what's your thoughts?
2: Good. Uh well, I don't know much about this actor, but um I'm I'm going off of your wife and you. So it sounds like a good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh sounds like he'd be a good villain. Um especially if he's played similar characters to that. So, yeah. um yeah, I I would highly recommend it. Never seen True Blood, so I have no basis on that
1: one yeah yeah you're not missing out on much i'll tell you that and especially like the final season yeah that final season true blood go fuck yourself okay <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. i did see battleship but yeah talk about that i guess
1: well uh did you ever see that uh the the tarzan movie they came out with him and i uh, had like margot robbie as jane and uh, samuel jackson no was that oh. one, like,
2: two years back yeah did it was your like your
1: mom probably yeah my parents saw it and i saw yeah. it i thought it was good you know and I I liked it. I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. You really?
2: Know, oh, okay. I, I
1: definitely would want to see him and Margot Robbie hook up because you know they're two good looking people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Tarzan and Jane. <laughs> uh but no, let's let's get to the man of the hour. The man who's uh the man who's sweet but not sour. Mm. Well, sometimes he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John McClane himself, played by Bruce Willis, of course. Uh, I'm going to go with my pick here, and I went with, you know, of course, if you guess, if I went Emily Blunt, would I go for John McClane? I went John Krasinski. Uh, oh
2: shit! Yeah, I thought I know. you were going
1: for John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Oh my god, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> yeah, I you <Hey>, I... go.
2: <laughs> Yippee ki yay, mother. <laughs>
1: Oh man, coming to town, have a few drinks, have a laugh you know. I just, yeah, <laughs> I think
2: he would be a funny one, but go ahead with
1: yours. <laughs> oh my god, we need to make that happen now. John C. Riley as John McClain,
2: and then you have uh, and then you have uh, Will Farrell as the Hans
0: Gruber,
1: as Hans Gruber. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god and then oh god you know who you sh- you know who should be like uh the the ex-wife then okay uh katherine <laughs> hahn the one that was like uh his bro like derek's wife the one yeah the redhead having-
2: well uh, she was kind of blondish oh okay but yeah her yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah Catherine I, hahn
2: yeah yep i yep that would be make, a good choice
0: make her, make her the goddamn ex-wife
1: Oh, oh God! I even got it better. I even got better. Okay. 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 For the, for the for the cop. Okay, for the cop, you get Rob Riggle. <laughs> Rob Riggle? Yeah, Rob Riggle, like Kobayashi. <laughs> God, we're just oh, we, call, call know, us some, Hollywood. I know some us of us that's Hollywood. like someone's like god damn it why did you take
2: a great christmas movie and ruin it like that you asshole i think it'd be hilarious
1: it'd be oh my god
2: <laughs> because Farrell could be like that president business that he was oh on the
1: which i think it looks like he's playing like the same character for the barbie movie i would laugh if they called him lord president business oh yeah you gotta so let hilarious. me know
2: on that one yeah but
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no i went john krasinski sorry we went off course people
2: yeah but he, he's a good actor, too.
1: Yeah, if you haven't seen um, Jack Ryan on Amazon, Quiet Place, he's really good. Uh, the Internet did win with him as Mr. Fantastic. Uh, another good movie was uh, what was it? the Benghazi one that he did that came out a while ago. I'm trying to remember the name of it. like I think it was like 13, 13 Down or something. Something like that. Some of the, I know yeah. it had like the number 13 in it. But uh, no, I... I would love to see. I think he has the chops to be like that, you know, New Yorker accent kind of, you know, I'm a cop, but I'm I'm kind of pissed off and I don't have my shoes and we have to go through this bullshit. (laughs) So, uh, what you got for your choice for, uh, your choice for Mr. John McClain.
2: I have, uh, one Bradley Cooper. Um, I, I feel that, uh, he has the same charm slash, uh, assholeness yeah. that the uh, bruce willis has I, I i think he would be he'd deliver the punch lines because i because you know what these remakes they they use a lot of the same punch lines as the originals yeah. but um but yeah, i he's uh he i think he would have to channel his rocket raccoon a little but yeah. i think he could do it as as john mcclain
1: yeah, I do like that. I think that's a good choice. Uh, I think with him and Michelle Williams, they would actually have great chemistry. I think uh, I could see them play like that, separate a couple that's trying to get back together.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> but no, I love these. I think these are good choices, even though I don't know, we're still going for the John C. Riley uh, and, and Will Ferro and Catherine Hahn.
2: And so, who Rob made Reddy. Die Hard? Who made Die Hard? Is it Fox?
1: Yeah, it was Fox. So, Wait, Fox, Fox, or actually yes. Disney, Disney, Is- if you're listening. Um, please write to us at intothemo at gmail.com. Uh, we will take either checks, cash, or even Disney dollars. Um.
2: <laughs> yeah, or free trips.
1: Or free trips. Or, you know, maybe uh, maybe I can actually just have a ride held to myself for like two hours straight so I can ride it back and forth, back and forth, back and
2: forth. <laughs> because you, do you remember those like, oh, uh, what were they? they? The parodies of Scream. That yeah. the, the Williams brothers did. Yeah. If they did that, where like it's die hard, but like a parody of other action, uh, 80s action movies, and it was, yeah. Carol,
1: oh my God.
2: <laughs> oh God.
1: You Hopefully you're listening, Disney. Hopefully you are. If you give us well, a, anybody, just, any yeah.
2: Paramount, uh, sure, we'll brothers. take, we'll
1: take A24, we'll take Lionsgate, uh, God, what's a what's a what's a defunct studio that <laughs> well, uh, you Vin mean Wine cinema? Hey, Warner Brothers, you need some money because I've heard you lost almost like almost half a billion with the DC movies.
2: So. I heard about that. I heard <laughs> so,
1: that. if you need help with some money, maybe we've got an idea. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, what are God. your guys' thoughts? Who would you guys cast for remake recast of? The wonderful Christmas movie of them all, Die Hard. Yes, it's a Christmas movie. I don't give a shit what people say. It's a goddamn Christmas movie, and I'm sticking to it. Even though you guys said in our poll that National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is the best Christmas movie. No, Die Hard is. That's it. Mitch,
2: Mitch relax. I don't
1: know. It, it, I'm getting well, pissed off at the at the listeners. I'm getting pissed off at the listeners. They're usually pissed at me.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, but oh, no, what are your thoughts? Hit us up into the mo at gmail.com, Facebook, you know, Amazon, YouTube, Spotify, wherever we are. Thoughts and comments.
2: Well, here, Mitch, what we could do for Christmas is maybe do favorite Christmas actors and see if John McLean ends up oh, very
1: famous Christmas characters. Oh, yeah, I like
2: that.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> I-M-D-B-I-Y-K-Y-K. Here we go, Ricky. Another round of this lovely game. Uh, It's the game we've started ever since the beginning of the series. Uh, I-M-D-B-I-Y-K-Y-K. The object of the game, we take three movies, we have a theme for it, and the other person has to guess the name of the movies and the theme based off of the I-M-D-B plot summaries on the I-M-D-B website. Uh, IMDb, hey, hit us up if you would like to be a sponsor.
2: <laughs> yeah, you are Story.
1: I know. Yeah, we're still waiting for that check from you, Story. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, we go back and forth. We have a little fun. We're going to see who could go perfect, who can go 0 for 0, or who could do uh, decent, you know? Uh, Ricky, what you got first for me? What's my uh, theme? And uh, let's hear the challenges. Yeah,
2: so the theme is come fly with me.
1: Come fly with me. Sorry, okay, I, got...
2: I got 1985. Okay, uh, 2002, and 1997. Let's go 97. Okay, the story of an Australian mountain man, uh, Herrick Harrier, who attempts to scale the Himalaya peaks during war- before World War II. After period after many different adventures he finds himself in tibet where he ben- where he benefits the dip de- from the dalai lama and gains maturity
1: yeah hey, I, mean, I have a story with this movie um because okay. you know it's a seven year movie um
2: <laughs> yeah
1: uh, is that seven years in tibet
2: yep it is
1: I've i saw that once it. i saw it once it's really good the only problem is I've really had this was around the time I had a huge asthma attack, that was in the hospital. Oh, when this came out. So I went to go see this and like a couple days later. I was at the hospital after a huge asthma attack. Yikes! So, yeah, I I was hanging in there in that movie. Just it's a good movie, but uh, you know I don't know if I can make it. So. Oh gosh. Yeah, good movie though. Check it out though. It's really good. All right, so we got what 85 in 2002.
2: Yep. Let's do 85. Go ahead. Okay. 1985. A uh, family wins a trip uh, to go across to Europe, and their usual shenanigans happen.
1: Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Uh, well, it's it's an alright. It's not the best one out of that series, ah. uh, but it's a National Lampoon's European Vacation, right?
2: Correct. Yeah, and they won it yeah. on a game show. It's yeah. Okay, it's not the best, but yeah, yeah,
1: you're right. yeah. All right. So we got two thousand two.
2: Yep. A young and parentless girl adopts a dog from the local pound, completely unaware it is a suspiciously dangerous scientific experiment.
1: Okay, go ahead and repeat that again. 2002.
2: A young and parentless girl adopts a dog from the local pound, completely unaware that it's really a suspicious. And Dangerous Science Experiment. I think you might have me stumped on this one. Okay. Uh,
1: 2002. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I got nothing.
2: Oh! Okay. Uh, Lilo and Stitch. Fuck me! God damn it! (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) You got me. What do these all have in common?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. We got Hawaii. We've
2: got Europe. We've got. Uh,
1: God, what was the other one? Tibet. Tibet uh, are yeah. these I don't know, around the world, yeah. I guess? Yeah, like around Like vacation, yep, vacation spots?
2: Yeah, vacation spots because it's summertime. Okay. It's okay. summertime. So vacation, vacation trips. spots. Yeah. Okay.
1: Damn, went two for three. God, you got me on the Lilo and Stitch. I will admit, that's one I have not seen and I need to.
2: Oh, okay. Well, then I was like, even I know what this is.
1: Oh, but, Have you seen it?
2: Yeah, yeah. I've I guess it. you
1: add that onto my list, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and it's hard because the dogs in quotes when yeah, I wrote that's it down. True. So, and I tried to make it sound like air quotes when I said dog, but
1: uh, you know. Now, if we I... have
2: video, folks.
1: Yeah. Well, we're getting there. We will. I promise. We're yeah. we'll, we'll probably be doing some updates here in the next month or two. Stand by. <laughs> All
0: right,
2: Mitch, uh, I'm ready to go.
1: All right, so your theme here is. Excuse me, sir. How do I pronounce that again? Oh
2: God, are these foreign excuse- films? No, no, no. no. Okay, just,
1: just, okay. Excuse me, sir. How do you pronounce that again? So just think about it, okay? Okay. Okay, so we have 2003, 2007, and 2013.
2: Okay, I'll do 2003.
1: All right, this film follows the lives of eight very different couples in dealing with their love lives in various. Loosely interrelated tales all set during a frantic month before Christmas in London.
2: Is that love, actually? Yes. Okay. Correct. I think I had that for a challenge. Yeah, you did. Yeah. All right.
1: So you got 2007 or 2013. 2013. In the antebellum United States, Solomon North, a free black man from the upstate New York, is abducted and sold into slavery.
2: Oh, uh, 12 years a slave.
1: Correct. Oh, that's All a right. good movie. Yeah. All right, you ready? 2007. Okay. okay. An outcast New York City cop is charged with bringing down Harlem's drug lord, Frank Lucas, whose real life inspired the partly biographical film.
2: Uh, I can't. I, I don't know that one. I know the actor that you're going to say, but you I don't know the movie. want to take a guess?
1: Just take a guess. Uh, you want me to say it again? Here, I'll do it again. Okay. Okay. 2007. An outcast New York City cop is charged with bringing down Harlem's drug lord, Frank Lucas, whose real life inspired this partially biographical film.
2: Is it American Gangster? Yes! Oh, you are three
1: for three. Can you go perfect, finally? Can you go perfect? What is the
2: theme of, excuse me, sir? How do you pronounce that again? It's a uh, Chichiro T- J- J- Ejiofor.
1: Yes! yes you did it
0: you went perfect <laughs> play that clip jim damn i'm good can you feel that huh can you feel it captain compost yes
2: <laughs> uh, well i okay go ahead because the i i knew love actually because it yeah. was a challenge
1: yeah
2: and then 12 uh, years of slave probably like, helped out the best oh it was really good but that's what got it that's what got it for me <laughs> and then because american gangster i saw once
1: that's really good i really liked it uh i really liked denzel and i think it's one of denzel's finer movies oh man but yeah because of that happy birthday chew edge of four yay um, day this comes out it's your birthday happy birthday so go watch some of his work go watch that or go watch, you know, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. Serenity. There's so much he's got good work. Go See, check out his you shit. Have,
2: if you would have done a Doctor Strange, and that would have been easy.
1: Yeah, but I'm no, glad I want, you did. I'm, I wanted you to work for it. You worked
2: for it. You got it. I'm happy for you.
1: Let's let's um, mark it on the calendar. First time, Ricky went perfect, and Mitch didn't. Let's yeah. And, just, let's just
2: jot that down. Uh, oh God, what is his name? Did it too in American Gangster? Crow. Russell Crow.
1: Yeah, Russell Crowe mm-hmm. Yeah, so
2: <laughs> Alright, Ricky.
1: Ricky 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 Yep Nostalgic zone Alright, we're stepping back into the nostalgic zone For a good one this week uh, In celebration of Mission Impossible coming out this week We decided to take a look into The career of the one, the only Tom Cruise Now, Tom Cruise, we can admit Has some great movies He's got a good lineup and i think we're gonna talk about just a movie like each talk about movie his that we liked and maybe bring up a couple that we'll kind of discussed here um just turned 61 this past week so happy birthday tom you know still looking good for 61 yeah um, i don't know i don't know if you heard this new story but he did an interview Because he saw how, like, Harrison's been doing, like, Indiana Jones in his 80s. Like, yeah, I can probably do Mission Impossible until I'm 80. It's like, come on, Tom.
2: Oh, Calm down. That's, yeah. Come on, Tom. Calm down, man. (laughs) Especially if he does his own stunts, like you say he does. Yeah. I I was going to say, this is a different actor, but there's rumors, and these are rumors, that they're making a rush hour for. Speaking of actors that do their own stunts. Yeah. It's like, how could Jackie Chan keep going?
1: yeah i know i'm just like with these guys's age I'm like how can you keep doing that it's like tom you're 61 calm down dude <laughs> yeah especially like uh you know some of your kids have got grandkids so come on be a grandpa it's okay be old yeah. man it's okay just be old <laughs>
2: is he still with uh
1: katie holmes no i think they no they broke up so. oh, okay uh yeah no yeah so we're gonna talk about uh, a movie here or there, and we'll talk about a couple of the ones that we think you should go check out his line of work. He's got a good library. Really good library of good movies. Uh, I know some of us will say our favorite ones, are you know, like, you know, there's Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. I know one you personally like is your personal favorite is Brain Man.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's a really good movie. Uh, what's a good one that you have on your list that you should tell people go check out that, you know, some people
2: I have not seen? Yeah, so um, the movie I'm going to pick is from 1990. It's called Days of Thunder. It's a it's a, a movie about Cole Trickle, which is Tom Cruise's character. And he's a hotshot NASCAR driver. Now, this is before NASCAR got popular in mm-hmm. the early 2000s. So it was kind of a niche movie at the time. But uh, it was like Top Gun meets uh, NASCAR. Because he was a dick. and yeah. When I wrote this name down, I didn't know who it was, but now I now I know who it is. Uh, Yondu is in it. A young oh, Michael yeah. Rooker. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he's one of the rival drivers. And Robert Duvall is his crew chief, or mm-hmm. the guy that kind of teaches Tom Cruise. And then another one of his love interests is in it. Uh, Nicole Kidman, who mm-hmm. they've done a lot of things together. But, yeah, it's, if you could get past the NASCAR stuff and you just want to watch it for Tom Cruise, he's really good. He's a mm-hmm. young – it's like his, during his young arrogant phase. Like, he's a dick, but, yeah, he knows what he's doing in NASCAR. And they're like – there's uh, scenes where he's driving the car too hard. And he's like, I could do it. I could win. And, of course, he gets in this huge crash that takes him and Michael Rooker out. And mm-hmm. almost ends Brooker's career, and then it almost gives him
1: like PTSD in a way too for Cruz's character, right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah.
1: he
2: he struggles to get back in the car, you know. And then I got to give a shout out because a very young John C. Riley, <laughs> I, I was hoping you bring that up, is uh, <laughs> a a young John C. Riley is on his pit crew like a, t- a tire changer, and he doesn't get any big lines and yeah. there's another actor and i need your help with his name he was the owner of the team and he looks like randy quaid but i don't think it's him i think it's his brother it is,
1: Rand- it is randy quaid okay it's tim dallard
2: yeah the the owner yeah, of the the, the wealthy
1: cars dealership and the t- team owner
2: correct yep. yeah yeah he he's the team owner but he's uh he's in it too so it's a good cast uh-huh. you
1: know don't forget you also have Carrie Elways in it too.
2: Uh is he the um is is his name Wheeler on there?
1: Yeah, he's Wheeler. Okay.
2: Okay, so his character kind of replaces Tom Cruise after that huge accident and he gets the PTSD. Is mm-hmm. uh he he becomes a young rookie and then they don't do it like a full NASCAR season, they just kinda hop around, you know. Mm-hmm. But good movie i would highly suggest it it's yeah like, I, I need to re-watch it too because it's been a while
1: yeah it's a good one i would say yeah I, I remember seeing that i watched that with my grandma the first time and i i didn't know what the hell it was when i first went with my grandma to go see it and then i was like wow this is a pretty cool movie uh tom cruise nicole kidman uh, robert duvall randy quaid uh michael rooker john c Riley, carrie always they've got a good cast here so definitely check this out and I think the one thing I too is like I remember the score too because it was like it was like a it was Hans Zimmer's that oh, did the it was? score. Oh my God. Yeah.
2: gosh! I should have wrote that down.
1: Yeah, and, and it, it kind of had like that that soundtrack you would think that would be like a NASCAR, you know? Yeah. But uh, definitely go check it out if you guys got like um, Paramount Plus with Showtime or Paramount Plus or Amazon, whatever it is. Uh, check it out. I I, th- I think I'm gonna watch it. It's been a while because here's the other thing it's actually a, a Bruckheimer production, so it does oh, have Jerry that Bruckheimer, okay. yeah, Jerry Bruckheimer and Tony Scott, who also did Top Gun. So you're getting kind of those elements of, yeah, that's why it's so good.
2: <laughs> well, and that's what it um, I as a kid I never saw Top Gun, but we were a NASCAR family, yeah, so I seen Days of Thunder, so I knew. What it what that was, and I was like, Oh, that makes sense now. Seeing Top yeah. Gun as an adult, I was like, Oh, that's the same kind of you know,
1: I definitely gonna to have to go watch this again. It's been a while since I've seen it, and I remember it was a really good movie. I like that choice. Good choice, Rookie.
2: Yeah,
1: good choice. Days of Thunder. So, uh, one I'm gonna talk about that, uh, I know one of our good friends, uh, Chris Green will say, Good choice. Uh, no, it's not Top Gun. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. another good movie that Tom Cruise actually did was a few good men
2: oh yeah Uh, that is a good one
1: yeah uh if you have not seen this check it out people it's really good uh the story is uh tom cruise is this attorney that is going on that's trying to take care of this trial about a a cadet that was killed and they're trying to figure out why was he murdered and you know and why wasn't it like you know like because they were saying like well the guy was soft he he didn't have the mentality for to handle what we do so Tom Cruise is just trying to figure out well why was he killed why did he have to die you know um great cast and I mm-hmm. will tell you why mm-hmm. you got Tom Cruise you got Demi Moore you got Kevin Bacon you got Keith R. Sutherland Kevin Pollock and the one uh, I know you're really like well where's the one you're waiting for Mitch well okay there's Keebeginn jr too um, but you also have <laughs> The one, the only Jack Nicholson in this. Oh yeah, and god damn it, Jack Nicholson should have won an Oscar, even though like his performance in this movie, I don't think he's in it that long. I think maybe the most, if I had to bet, was maybe twenty minutes if you add it all together.
2: Yeah, but it still, wasn't it just the trial part. Yeah,
1: well, like yeah. Uh, some of the interviewing process too in, in the beginning. So yeah, but he's not in that long, but he steals that movie. Uh, of course that's the favorite line you know you want answers you i want the truth you can't handle the truth <laughs>
2: no and i know this is a sensitive a sensitive subject but the cold red when he says you ordered the cold red first thing i think of is the mountain dew but the cold <laughs> you got red. Damn right was,
1: i ordered the mountain dew
2: yeah <laughs> but the cold red was to kill santiago or i think that's his. The 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 kid that dies. yeah Santiago is yeah, the Santiago, kid that dies yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's like you so. ordered the code red on Santiago
1: you goddamn right I did <laughs>
2: but it's yeah that's a, I've only seen it over at you know Chris Green's house one time but mm-hmm. it's intense it's good yeah. but intense you
1: fucked with the Rod marine yeah
2: oh yeah yeah <laughs> I remember that line you know. And wasn't that another 90s one, too? Like, 91, 92? Yeah, it was uh, 1992. Yeah, so well, still kind of young Tom Cruise on that one.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, if you look at it, like, if you look at, like, his, his category, like, from the 80s to 90s, it's almost like each one's, like, almost a hit. You know, because, I mean, we can go down the list. Like, he was in uh, The Outsiders. He was in Risky Business. Mm-hmm. Um, Legend, Top Gun. Cocktail, Rain Man, Born on the 4th of July, Days of Thunder. Oh, that's you another good,
2: good one. Yeah. That, that one, Born on the 4th of July, was like... Yeah. Was, he was all for the war and he was the old American boy. And then when he goes over to Vietnam, it like changes him and he mm-hmm. comes back kind of anti-war when he comes back. But
0: good movie.
1: Yeah, because yeah, it changed him and it, it kind of shows like how veterans of Vietnam were treated when they came back. They were just treated like shit like your baby killers is like that's you weren't there so you can't call me that you don't know what it was like
2: for me over there yeah um, it's that's a hard one to watch but it's very good
1: it's good I would tell people go check it out uh, another one I like that's from the 90s and I don't know if you've seen it Ricky um, do you ever see interview with the vampire
2: no no
1: uh, you should check that out sometime as Lestrat, he's really good in it it's with him Brad Pitt a young very young Kirsten Dunst and antonio banderas (laughs) yeah i I know the cast but just never Mm -hmm. got around to it um i would say one you might have liked because you're a sports
2: guy you like football what about jerry Maguire? what's your thoughts about jerry Maguire? um i've never seen it all the way but it's good i like it because he's a sports agent and yeah junior yeah so i know and uh is that the kid with the human head gimmick?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you know the human head weighs ten pounds? Yeah,
2: Jonathan Lipnicki. <laughs> yeah, or you? Which,
1: yeah, uh, which I convinced a couple at Sundance one year. Hey, I'm Jonathan Lipnicki. No shit, really.
2: <laughs> I you should have you could have went with that.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like all grown up. But then, uh, like, I saw what he looks like, like maybe like a month or two later, and
2: he's yeah. jacked.
0: He's oh, he is jacked. Oh, okay.
1: I was like, oh shit, he's gonna find me and beat the shit out of me. Hopefully, he doesn't find me.
2: Yeah, because doesn't he <laughs> fall in love with Renee Zellwanger?
1: Yeah, he does. Okay. Well, not Jonathan yeah. Lipnick, but Tom Cruise's character. <laughs> oh.
2: Well, yeah, the kid, the kid <laughs> falls in falls in love with his mom.
1: Unless you're watching Jerry Maguire on Pornhub, that's a whole different story. Then, damn.
2: <laughs> oh, so okay, so at work, <laughs> <laughs> at work, um, I can't remember what got brought up, but they said the hub. And I go, yeah, I don't think I've ever went to that streaming channel. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew oh. what it was. I knew what yeah. they were talking about.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh. oh, God. Okay. Let's also talk about some other movies that came out. I know, yeah, there's the Mission Impostles, which we will say, yeah, they're good. Go check them out. Yeah. Um. I know I still have to watch the last three. I've watched one through three, but I have not watched the last other three. Um, which if you want to catch up you could check all six of the Mission Impossibles on Paramount Plus right now if you have it mm-hmm. So, I, especially if you're getting ready for Dead Reckoning Part 1 yeah, and that, that. if it ends on a cliffhanger don't be pissed okay it's like it has Part 1 in the title what'd you expect <laughs> um, another one I could think of that was more like 2000s uh, did you ever see Minority Report oh yeah it
2: was good that one was yeah, that's good a good one
1: not not yeah, great
2: but it's
1: serviceable it's really good because i think i really liked it because it's 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 spielberg and mm-hmm. you had him and you had colin Fer- uh colin farrell and it's really good uh definitely you could see the the good uh, like the sci-fi aspect of it's really good
2: yeah i like that one minority
1: mm-hmm. Report and we'll, we'll do two more uh, one that I can think of and I don't know if you ever saw do you ever see Tropic Thunder
2: yes
1: and he almost steals that movie yeah as Les Grossman
2: <laughs> yeah good movie but it doesn't age well we'll just say that no but it's just just for his
1: part though in it as like the movie executive yeah that's just, who
2: it's character it's the reason to go see it is because of him <laughs>
1: Um, any other ones you can think of that you really liked of his work?
2: Well, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, or Live, Die, Repeat is what it... That's uh, what it should
1: have been called. Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: I don't have his film filmography on me right now, but yeah, I do remember that one, the Live, Die, Repeat. Mm-hmm. One of his more recent movies. You know. Uh, it's a
1: good see. one. I, I would tell people, go check that out. Especially if you like time travel. Um, Emily Blunt being a badass like pure badass yeah um, I can't remember they had like a nickname for her I can't remember what they called her the Iron Bitch or something <laughs> yes yes <laughs> but no definitely go see that um, but yeah there's just plenty of good movies to go see of, of Tom Cruise he's got a great lineup and I know we could go on and on about all the other movies he's done I know Ricky
2: oh, probably go hold you you seen... whole... oh go ahead have you ever seen uh it was called American Made about the drug trafficking he was uh we saw it in the cheap theater but like he was a, a drug trafficker in Colombia Oh yeah he was like the pilot yeah yes he was just the pilot he wasn't selling the drugs but he was, he was um, exporting we, it Correct yes he was really good in that one too we saw that in the cheap theater but um but yeah, I, I that's another good Tom Cruise one. If you need a more recent Tom Cruise movie, you know that you wanted to check out.
1: Yeah, because it's based on a true story too.
2: Yes, it is, and it's it's cool. Oh, um, uh, Rock of Ages. I know it's not that good of a movie. How about yeah. the one? Okay, let's end. This is the one that we need to end on. Okay. Uh, um, Eyes wide shut.
1: Yes, that was Kubrick's that is final very, movie.
2: Yes. So, taking it back to the, you know, the beginning of the show, uh, eyes wide shut with him and Nicole Kidman, um, good but um, not really one that's Ricky approved. because <laughs> it gets, <laughs> yeah, naughty. it's
1: it, it's it's a very erotic mystery psychological drama, but um, it's it's okay. Like I think it's good, but. Uh, definitely check it out because it is Kubrick's last film he died right before it came out so Uh, but no what are some of your guys' favorite Tom Cruise movies there's a lot man there's you know did you I know Ricky could probably go a whole episode just talking about Rain Man
2: (laughs) yeah oh yeah and that's uh, and then there's like uh, Night and Day with Cameron Diaz you Mm -hmm. know uh, Vanilla Sky never seen it but I heard it was okay
1: uh, the other yeah. one I'm thinking that that he was actually nominated for, uh, Magnolia. Uh, if you if you've not seen that, it's kind of sad, but it's it's good. But he was nominated for best supporting actor in that movie. So,
2: oh, The Color of Money.
1: Oh my God! Yes, I totally forgot that. Oh, that's a good one too. And Cocktail. Cocktail's an all right one too.
2: Yeah. So it's it's he's just his filmography is just it seems like you could. Pick any genre, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that will get you, a, you know, Jack Reacher.
1: Oh, yeah, Jack Reacher. Yeah, it's
2: another good one.
1: Uh, the one I would tell people don't go watch, don't go watch The Mummy, please. Don't.
2: Uh, did you ever see Oblivious or Oblivion or Oblivion? Yeah, that one was just okay too. That wasn't like one, yeah, of the it was greatest. all right
1: yeah it was okay but i mean i liked it i thought yeah. it was good you know morgan freeman and him yep yeah that's a good one but no what are some of your guys' favorite uh tom cruise movies we'd love to hear man thoughts and comments you know email us at into the mo at gmail.com youtube facebook you know look us up on spotify amazon spreaker wherever you get your podcast from we're everywhere so we'd love to oh hear your guys thoughts
2: i wonder <laughs> if this one's uh a teen comedy. It's called Losing It. From 1982. Oh, uh, Losing It with uh, uh, Shelly Long and Tom Cruise.
1: Oh, okay, God. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Losing It is a comedy film.
2: Four rowdy Tom. teens go to There's... Tijuana. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: and his name is Woody. Oh! <laughs> okay we have to find this movie now Ricky we have to find this and we have to watch it and no matter if it's bad or good we still have to like we gotta go through it oh god we gotta go through it a double IMDB <laughs> oh my god
2: oh god
1: <laughs> oh god okay but no, hit us up we'd love to hear you
0: uh oh we're coming to the end see
1: the end uh, oh man all right time to go gas up these motorbikes man I'm glad uh, we didn't uh, do any crazy stunts with them yeah <laughs> and I mean we're not as crazy as Tom Cruise I don't know man him and that I don't know what is it like he's just trying to prove like every time he's doing stunts it's like all right I'm gonna jump off something why Tom Tom it's okay
2: <laughs> What? what is it with guys and Tom that have to prove stuff Because I know this isn't a sports podcast, but Tom Brady, Tom Cruise, like, y'all, you could retire.
1: Looking at you, Tommy Pickles, okay?
2: (laughs) Tommy Pickles.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord. What do you have to prove? Why you got to get out of that cage every time? Why can't you just stay in your goddamn playpen, Tommy, huh? Huh? (laughs) Chucky has told you every time, just relax in the damn thing. We can play with your Reptar toys. We don't need to get out of the damn pin. That's a good cartoon. I know that was like people like what the fuck are they talking about Tommy Pickles? What the fuck is Tommy Pickles? Rugrats,
2: kids, go check it out. The original, not the, the original.
1: With uh, Phil and Lil and Angelica and the grandpa that speaks like a prospector.
2: Okay, is it me or what did you think Phil and Lil reminded me of uh Patty and Selma?
1: Uh, kind of like almost,
2: you know, because they're, like, yeah, they're, they're twins. Only yeah, they're twins.
1: Yeah, and they sound like they have smoker's voice for
2: babies. <laughs> and then I remember uh their mom was always in like a workout outfit.
1: Yeah, like she just left like yoga. Yeah, <laughs> like she had like the bandana, the sweater. Yeah, like yeah, like she like I gotta go, I gotta go run a mile. I'll be right back.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I gotta get to my Zumba class. <laughs> Oh, man, what a great episode, man. I had a fun time. As always, we always have fun time, Ricky. I'm happy for you, man. You went perfect. You went perfect yeah. on IMDb, man. Yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah he finally. He's going to hold that over me for like the next, you know, a few weeks and stuff, so. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, remember that time you didn't get Lilo and Stitch, but I got America Gangster?
0: <laughs> Eat it, bitches. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh, it's funny
1: oh man but now we're gonna we're gonna head on out we're gonna hop on out go watch some movies some tv shows get ready for another exciting episode next time uh hopefully you guys have a good time man We, you know like i said follow us on facebook we're on youtube follow us on uh, email us at at gmail.com thoughts and comments we'd love to hear feedback if you guys have any suggestions if there's a movie you think both me and ricky have not seen you'd like to challenge us to a clockwork challenge we love that i think that'd oh be yeah fun. I think what we should do is just like have like a list of movies that people should challenge both of us to that we both haven't seen and we're like, all right. And then we should just watch it sometime together. <laughs> yeah, I like that losing it. <laughs> like losing it. If one guy comments like, Hey man, I seen losing it, you should check it out. Tom Cruise is the best Woody ever.
2: <laughs> oh God. We better stop before we get kicked <laughs> For, off the air.
1: Before we break it. Yeah. All right. As always, safe travels <laughs> and safe en- entertaining yourself. Hey you, thanks for sticking through and listening into the Multiverse of Entertainment podcast. If you are a fan of this podcast and like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast from to be notified for new episodes. Please leave us feedback or suggestions for future episodes. And as always, safe travels and safe entertaining yourself we